0: Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast this week. Myself, Travis, and uh, Matt Cantrell here. And we have a special guest, uh, Dr. Derek Sertes. Are there any other titles that we should use, Derek, or is that
1: sufficient? Uh, no, yeah, that seems most appropriate. I okay. Yeah, only for you, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so everybody
2: else gets to call you just Derek yeah. or any, hey guy, chief, pal, but when Pretty- Travis is around...
1: He, it needs to be official. Yeah, yeah. yeah, be, yeah thank you, uh, the respect, most excellent doctor. Yes. Yeah. The respect <laughs> has been
2: earned. Okay,
0: <laughs> we uh, we have Derek on today because just yesterday we uh, introduced and did a whole service at the church around um, our newly established elders at the district, which we could not be more excited about. The fact that that uh, biblically speaking, we are an elder led. Um, church. And um, so we were super excited to do that, but we thought the podcast would be a good form to actually get to know, um, get to know these, these guys and their families better. So uh, we we just figure let's, let's have a conversation with Derek, with Mark, with Jason um, about life and work and passion and ministry and marriage and all, all of the above. So um, we will ask rapid fire questions at first, and then if they go deeper, they go deeper. So, uh, Matt, you look ready to jump on.
2: Well, uh, what's your favorite shampoo? Ooh, uh. Not fast enough. Uh, Old spice. Uh, mm-hmm. Size length of socks.
1: Medium. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: let's let's go first to these. You shouldn't have said rapid fire. <laughs> introductory <laughs> questions. Derek, tell us a little bit about uh, family and work. Let's just start there.
1: Sure, tell yeah. Tell us about family and work. Well, thank you guys for, for having me here today. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so um, my family, I'm, so I, I have a beautiful wife who's, we've been together since high school. We're high school sweethearts, both <clears throat> born and raised from Sabaotha, Kansas. Mm. Um,
2: the Paris of the Midwest.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: Sabeth, how big is Sabetha?
1: About twenty five hundred. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, Okay. Mm-hmm. See, Paris. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we uh, yeah um, we've been married for a little over uh, six and a half years now, uh, and we have a two and a half year old boy named Ezra as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, fun fact! Can I interrupt?
1: Definitely.
2: Derek and Emma got married one week after Anna and myself.
1: Wow. So you guys are wiser in marriage than we are. The yes. point. The mm. point of you. Seven days. <laughs> seven days.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's really good. That's that's. Uh, I didn't know that. There was like that that close. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's uh, right. Tell us about. Okay, you grew up in Sabatha. You uh, then went to. What, you went to college together, right? You and you we and did, her,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so I, I I went first. I was a year ahead of her in, in school, and uh, but yeah, we both uh, went to to K State for undergrad.
0: Were you, this is this might be a personal question, mm-hmm. but were you satisfied with K State or
1: deeply dissatisfied? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I grew up a Jayhawk fan. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. For KU, Kirk Heinrich, Nick Collison, man. Yeah, Where? I was I was hardcore KU. Mm-hmm.
0: So your are so that your answer is you're you were completely dissatisfied with the K State education.
2: Can I ask this question differently? Hold on, he needs to answer this. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I say overall, I I, I, I got a good good education there. Yeah, it okay. was a um, yeah. Okay. You know, and and. Truth be told, yeah, I was the probably the only Jayhawk fan out of my friends who went to to K State, but I didn't. do you
0: do you feel you're a stronger KU fan now, or mm. or did you leave the family?
1: So I, yeah, that speaks to, to maybe some uh, indifference or apathy. I became indifferent to the rivalries because I, I have spent time at K State and KU. They so, took your
2: they they took your soul,
0: maybe a little. You stopped singing bad. the rock chalk chant, and you began to put the emo sign up, oh. and mm-hmm. he actually you felt has, and you felt nothing in your soul.
2: He has a lower back tattoo that says emo. Actually, <laughs> open. But He's showing us sense. right now. You guys yeah, can't <laughs> see it though.
1: Yeah, and then on my stomach too. The, the, There's yeah. the power cat. Yeah, the eye is the belly button. So,
0: so no. <laughs> so really, you're not a fan of of either then, right now.
1: I can. Yeah. So it's uh, is it is it is it too lame to say? I mean, I will root for both. Yeah. That's except really when they, when except when they're playing, like I I was, sorry I was rooting for K State. Oh my! Yeah, it's a big hit. I know, which uh, which uni, which university
2: <laughs> which university gave you a better education? Because you also went to KU Medical School.
1: I'd say what I'm doing with my career is KU. Okay. that's, that's, that's true. Yes. So There's some redemption. We're
0: thankful for both universities, but really KU is like. Put you on the fast track to, mm-hmm.
1: I think they've set me up for some success. You wouldn't, see, yeah. in a
2: lot of ways, you wouldn't be here without KU, right? Because of the medical school, because well, it brought yes. you to Wichita. <laughs> that is, that is true. So yeah. it sounds like it sounds like the Lord, okay, used Ooh. the medical school more.
0: Truth be told, we are going to spiral into a downward. <laughs> uh, Pit of immaturity <laughs> if we keep this so I, I'm not mature enough you sound Derek and this sounds. is
2: why we're establishing elders
0: <laughs> yeah. and so back at it <laughs> Derek sounds much more in control of your fandom doesn't sound like it takes wow. over or anything like so I yes. applaud mm-hmm. you and respect the fact that that uh mm-hmm. it doesn't you know you you handle it in, in a mature way mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. So education, uh, K State, KU. You and Emma both went to K State. She's uh, an architect, designer, interior.
1: Right. Uh, I right. mean, did yeah. I say her job description
2: perfectly? You just threw a lot of words. In. <laughs> it describes a lot. Yeah. No. She. Yeah. She.
1: She got her master's at K State in uh, in um, interior architecture and, and product design. Um, and yeah, so she she's mainly has been doing interior design work, but she has like. Training in, in both that and the interior architecture side
0: as well. Good. Interesting fact about the district church, the logo that you see, the D mm. with the lines through it, all of that designed by Emma Sardes. That's right. And in the process she she threw out like I don't know, there was a ton of different Designs that she did and the one that we picked was like kind of this small one she was like oh that one was you know she didn't really think too much of it but I I was like drawn to it immediately <laughs> right, and right Yeah. so yeah she's mm.
2: gifted so, so your household mm. uh, I was going to say brags but you guys are some of the most humble people I know uh, your or boasts your household boasts a master's degree and a um doctorate is that right
0: and matt can barely say those two <laughs> <laughs> that's true
2: that's true
1: well no yes yes we we have we have been blessed to, to receive the education we have and we... oh that was
2: mm. that was exactly mm. the way you would answer that i would just be throwing it all away. <laughs> well cool and you guys have you were talking you have a two year, two and a half year old uh-huh. named ezra named Ezra. Mm-hmm. yeah wild child <laughs> ezra's awesome hmm Yes, he is. Yes, yes. What is? I was, no, I was going to go in the other direction.
0: Yeah. so us. So, so, quick, <clears throat> quick thing about parenting. Uh, let's. Let me ask you. What would you, um, what would you say to uh, parents who are, you know, you guys have, you guys are two and a half years in? Mm-hmm. What would you say about parenting? It could be. It could mm-hmm. be a funny, silly, off the wall. It could be totally
1: serious. Totally up to you. Parenting is. Oh gosh, yeah. There's there's so much to say about it. <laughs> you have one minute. <laughs> uh, well, I, I would say, kind of on a serious, side, kind of funny side, you really learn to deny yourself <laughs> and your your wants and needs and and be sacrificial. Yeah. For for your 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 child, uh, we learned that and learned how selfish we are as yeah. individuals. Um, that and, uh, you know, um, trying to, to parent a, a two-year-old when the personality is really shining through and they're getting to the stage where they're starting to talk back and that's that's a learning curve mm-hmm. in their self. Every every stage is a new challenge, but it's a fun challenge, hmm. albeit difficult, but yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you tell us uh, with that uh, one of the coolest things uh, that, that I've heard you talk about? Obviously, we're we're poking at you because you're a doctor, mm. and we're insecure in our education and brain goodness. Is that how you say that? Yeah, that yeah, felt that, like that, that, that felt, that felt like a right. really intelligent yeah. way of saying I like, that. It. I like it. Um, one of the one of the things that's really cool about you is that you have gone through all of your training, which is like mm. fifteen years of m- medical training mm. or something like that, um, and then you decided to go start your own. Your own practice, Mm -hmm. direct Mm -hmm. primary care. It's called agape. Agape. Agape
1: is Greek. That's correct. Do you know what it means?
2: Agape means love. Yeah. What kind of love? The highest of all loves. Yeah. That's right. Self-sacrificing love.
1: Yes. So, can
2: you just explain kind of your guys' your mission? What got you into this specific type of field? I, I mean, direct primary care. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of couple of you guys around town, so some of us mm-hmm. are familiar, but I don't know if that's the the most well-known concept. So, just walk us through that, if you would.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, direct, uh, direct primary care for one is just a little alternative model of care. The simplest way to to you know say it is, well, it's a membership-based model where we. Um, take insurance out of the the, the picture, remove that as a middleman and try to bring back that patient provider uh, relationship. And by doing so, we can drastically reduce the cost of medical care uh, to patients and reduce um, ER visits and urgent care visits as well. Um, So this is a a model that my um, partner, um, Ryan Woodruff and I learned about probably like 10 years ago. And um, we have, you know, through our training, went, been in, you know, traditional models of care. And there's a lot of things we picked up that, like, gosh, could we do anything better? Could we do anything different? Sure. Um, as far as, hey, there's long waits and, um, you know, long wait times for patients. And a lot of patients feel unheard and... and Gosh, they have like a laundry list they're still trying to tackle, but they're told to come back um, for the next visit. But every time they do, they have to pay a copay, and providers themselves kind of feeling a little bit empty just because they can't do everything they want for patients and they feel rushed and, and feel pushed to see more and more patients a day. And so we're looking for a different model and we found about, about direct primary care early on in medical school and, um but we also felt too at the same time like you know we we are not just called to be you know physicians and doctors like we have a a greater calling um instead and you know no matter if if we can cure uh you know your your diabetes or and reverse high blood pressure or things like that diagnose cancer get you treated and in remission and everything you know and you live to be 100 years old but haven't heard about the, the gospel and and the, the loving truth of, of of Christ and what have you re, what have we really done for you yeah. and and so yeah we we both um, knew we wanted to do direct primary care start our own business and we were friends and went to training together and decided like hey let's go do this let's go do this and uh, together um, and so yeah we we chose the name Agape because we were trying to think hey what would be what would be a, a unique name. A name that kinda you know, kinda sheds some truth and light on just our heart and and reflects that of, of God's and, and um I think Ryan ended up coming, you know, thinking of, of of Agape and and I don't know if that was from c.s lewis book or or what but mm-hmm. um basically yeah there's 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 four greek words for um for love um sturge being um a a familial uh type of love um to say like between like um a father mother and a child um there's phila which is a more brotherly love like you know matt and travis having some phila to, you know kind of love with each other, I presume.
0: I
2: Amen. Mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> I thought you were
2: gonna go with Philadelphia and then instead <laughs> Travis and I made eye contact. Um <laughs> uh,
1: there's also Eros um which is you know romantic love between you know spouses and and then um agape, which is like the high, all encompassing uh unconditional love, love that yep. that uh God, the Creator, brings. So. Yeah.
2: I love that. That's even in the name, like mm-hmm. the description of what you guys are wanting to do is summed up mm-hmm. in one part by the name agape, because you right. want to love beyond the bounds of what like the the medical mm-hmm. uh, practice like kind of expects. But then also mm-hmm. you've set yourself up to do that by people going, "What's a gate mean?" And you go, "Oh yeah, oh, or agape, let me tell you. a, a gate." Yep. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. No. It's it's perfect. Yeah. You guys it really spilled, sets us up. I think
2: <laughs> you guys spelled grape wrong. <laughs> you guys are ready to respond and (laughs) right and have those conversations and just even press in there and uh disclosure derek is my doctor so i was just in there and and he took time and sat with me and 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 loved me while he was trying to figure out all that's wrong with me which is Mm. there's nothing wrong with me ever derek i can help you with the diagnosis oh thank you matt has
0: terrible knees Mm. yes that's not even why I was in
2: there. <laughs> this is a different doctor. That's Justice who we had on a while back. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, he's
0: so still your doctor. I mean, he's got to care about the knees too, right? If no, he a...
2: signed off on. I don't want
1: to touch that. Kind something... of, is... <laughs> a lost cause. This, is, this is where he.
2: <laughs> this is why he's got the part that's like it's not just the medical side; it's the eternal side. Because if I just went in there for my knees, you know, yep, pre-existing <laughs> condition. We're not touching that.
0: Um, hey, uh... So, no, I I I have always like loved and respected the the mission that you have with your work and, and like it's very much like you just described, very mission minded. Uh what are the what are the sacrifices that you've had to make in order to do that? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think typically, right, Doc I mean, you, you get your you get all, through all of your training and residency and all all of that ready to go, then mm-hmm. it's like, man, let me go and um, not, not that it's wrong for other mm-hmm. doctors mm-hmm. to go a different route, but mm-hmm. yours was intentional for the mission that you're on. So, what are kind mm-hmm. of the, what are those things that you kind of had to look square in the eye and say, "Here's going to be a sacrifice, mm-hmm. even if it's just for a season for us to make this happen." You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? or maybe, maybe, and maybe you don't look at it as sacrifice, but it's definitely a different path mm-hmm.
1: that yeah. might be normal. Yeah, I um, don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I would say you know, as far as like, yeah, hasn't really noticed that it it being a a sacrifice in the sense of how we're being um, mission minded because in a sense like the way we have established the practice like we have time for 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 deep meaningful conversations with patients and how we we typically tell our patients like we not only want to like look after you and take care of you you know physically or. Um, you know, mentally emotionally, but also at a, at a spiritual level as well. Um, and, and, and I would say, you know, you know, something that we, we think about is like, okay, well, we're, you know, we are um, uh, professing Christians um, at our work. And uh, I guess the one thing on the back of our mind, well, you know, and, and the medical profession, like we... Um, should not have like any, you know, preferences and, or hold judgment if, if, someone is not a Christian or not that, you know, we, we are called to, to treat and, 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 uh, provide care, uh, no matter your, your background, race, sex, color, religion, or what have you. Um, and so I think maybe the one thing is like, oh, if someone heard that we, are, yeah, we're, we are Christians and we have a Christian mindset at our, at our practice, like, would that, deter them from coming to us. And I wouldn't say that that has. We are very open for treating anybody and loving on them, which is what we're, you know, we're, we're called to do. Um, yeah. But um, so it's not yeah. a
2: Christians only no de- no definitely not. sign your date of baptism when you're <laughs> signing up
1: definitely don't definitely not no no um but I, I think too you know like with that um when when it leads into spiritual conversations that we we do get to unearth some uh some deep-seated um emotional um pain that people mm-hmm. go through and often it goes undiagnosed in in society still today um and in that sense, it's there's like yeah, it's a it's a lot of a lot of you know giving and 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 working with them and I, I wouldn't say that sacrifices against our time or with our family time, but it does lead to some yeah difficult conversations with mm-hmm. patients. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I love just like from the historical perspective, which is where I just lost people as soon as I started that sentence. Mm-hmm. Is the the a lot of the f- like philanthropic like medical like background of the United States and throughout the world is, is from a lot is from like Christian organizations. Like a lot of people I don't think realize that the giant hospital that is within Wichita is Wesley hospital is named after John Wesley, the guy who helped like spearhead the Methodist movement. And so I, I love the idea that uh, well, obviously one, and this would be a a fruit of the fact that, like, it makes sense that you would be one of our first elders that we establish, is that you think Mm -hmm. in a way that is, like, it's not just my job. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a Martin Luther quote where he talks about, like, Mm -hmm. every single profession is serving God. Mm -hmm. It's Paul in Colossians 3 saying when you work, uh, do not work as if you're just working for men, but you're working for God. Mm -hmm. But even just the recognition that, like, it doesn't matter your belief system. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter where you're going. I want to imprint on your life something mm-hmm. that benefits you and draws you closer uh, to Jesus that gives you an opportunity mm-hmm. to recognize his love, even if you're mm-hmm. going to reject it. Right. Um, so I just, I love the fact that you guys are, are thinking of a different way of doing it mm-hmm. and your mentality is, is outside of the the physical, mm-hmm. the mental, just the health part. Like you want to get it. And mm-hmm. underneath that, it, mm-hmm. it also is like you're a relational person like Mm -hmm. you just want to get to know people very deeply which Mm -hmm. also makes sense because that's Mm -hmm. like that's our mo at the district is we are very very Mm -hmm. very very relational Mm -hmm. and so i just i i appreciate all that
1: Mm -hmm. it's really cool
2: cool logo also made by
1: my wife emma emma surdez yeah she's very talented
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you uh obviously have a deep conviction and faith um Mm -hmm that's that scene, but we probably jumped ahead a little bit of your own coming to Jesus story mm-hmm. so highlight that for us like yeah. um you you coming to know Christ and personal yeah. walk with him in what we'll,
1: yeah you know. so um yeah i i um I did not grow up in in a in a christian household um my my parents uh, they never though like growing up they I mean, they, we had Bibles in the home, and they never deterred me from opening up and reading them, or trying to even ask them questions, um, um, or even you know I'd be getting invitations to, to go to church from from friend groups, and they would always allow us to, to go. And um, but you know, as, as a family, we never attended church together. We never had any like spiritual conversations or or anything like that. Um, I would say though that. You know, as a child, like I, I, I felt I believed in God. I felt like I believed there's a higher power, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it became I feel like more prevalent uh, in my um, kind of formative years, uh, middle school, early high school. With my father, he getting sick, and we spent uh, months in and out of of the hospitals. He had complications from uh, um, a procedure and developed pancreatitis and basically anything bad that could have happened, did happen, um, and and I just remember at that time, like, yeah, I was praying, like, every day, uh, praying for his health and wellness, and part of the reasons why I wanted to become a physician, I wanted to be one of those um, healthcare providers to take care of my dad and, and offer that in return mm-hmm. to others, um, and so I always kind of felt like, yeah, no, I, I believe in God, and, and but I know it's never, you know, given my life to him, and and so you know through through high school and, and early college I, I had people trying to, to pour into me and i remember specifically there was a few guys in 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 my fraternity in college who who try to take time to sit down with me and just say like it sounds like a, you, you believe in, in god but uh, are you following him and and hmm. and i was like oh well no i guess i'm not but and they're like well why not like what what would it take for you and and honestly, I like at the time I was like, "Gosh, I I don't know. I'm just not not there." Um, and that was just my, yeah. you know, uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Wanted to get out of this conversation mindset. Yeah. And but
2: too but too kind to just like <laughs> sh- shove them off. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a good question. Let me uh, see you.
1: <laughs> get back to you. Yeah. Um, and then you know. Uh, you know, Em and I, we we started you know dating when I was a senior. She's a junior in, in in high school, and her she grew up in a Christian household. Her father is uh, the the worship leader at um, at her local church back in in Sabatha, and whole family are are professing Christians and, and believe in God and. And uh, you know, so I, I started to learn more about Christianity and about who Jesus Christ is through 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 them, and just my relationship with with him. Um, but I would say him and I, yeah, we were not both not following um, Christ uh, for for most of our, our, our dating years, um, and even even when we were engaged, um, it was like, well, no, we we believed in him, but yet we weren't, you know, um, honoring, glorifying him, really mm. following him, and not mm-hmm. repenting of of sin. Um, and I would say it wasn't until um we you know when I was actually faced with like the the weight of my sin, I think God finally revealed that to me in our first year of marriage like what my sin was and and what it what it truly meant and yep. and when it finally hit me like wow no like i i i am a, i'm a sinner i i am the the worst of of the worst and and um and and that's I think that was like the turning tide that moment in time that God revealed that to me That it's like okay yeah like either I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you or I'm just gonna continue doing what I've always been doing and and um yeah at that point I think he just worked in my heart to run to him and so um you know with that 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 uh that sin for me, was the biggest, is sexual sin and, and, um, you know, looking at things I shouldn't and em and I we were, we, we did not, uh, you know, we both had sexual sin in our lives. And, um, uh, and so we, yeah, we both, I think at that time, that was a turning for a point for both of us that we like, no, we would really want to make our faith, our priority and, yeah. and, uh, live our lives for, for God. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: Thanks for being open um, on that and sharing that. That's that's yeah. like mm-hmm. that's the power of God. You just mm-hmm. described, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. the the lostness that we feel, but the power of God to save. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a really neat thing. And that's what I love too about um, uh, the the role that you're that you're taking on as an elder mm-hmm. is uh, it doesn't mean that you've just figured out how to like you know, just overcome everything, mm-hmm. but you figured mm-hmm. out that Jesus is the one that saves you from it and he's like yeah. So and, and and so much of Christian leadership is not you being the example of a perfect person, mm-hmm. but you being an example of somebody who's keeping their eyes on Jesus. And right. so we continue to take our junk to Jesus. We mm-hmm. continue to take our joy yeah. and our mm-hmm. sorrow and all of that. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, if 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 you get to be around if you get, if you know people when they get to spend time with you, I think, like Matt said earlier, they they sense the humility. They understand that your focus and your everything from your professional life, your marriage, your family, um, and even in, in church leadership is is pointing to Jesus. And so, um, yeah, super super powerful to hear and and to um, uh, just just know that that's like. Uh, a story that resonates with people mm-hmm. and and it and it speaks to the glory of God. So that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I love about Derek is is that and I'll, I guess I'm looking at you now, so I have to <laughs> say it, one of the things I love about you is your humility and your meekness, <laughs> and then the fact that very quietly you throw zingers back at people. <laughs> so as a challenge for anybody who's listening, yeah. or an open door. Uh, you need to find a way to get hit with one of Derek's <laughs> singers, And it usually comes in between or right next to, like, a really humble, like, no, yeah, no, nothing crazy is going on. I'm just being me, like, something small. And then it's like, boom, I got you. And then it's just, like, really compassionate, like, like kind eyes looking at you after. <laughs> you can't, like, go. It's just a, it's a loving zing. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So, so I love that.
0: <laughs> so so moving from and this yeah. is gonna this I mean there's a whole lot more to your story and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. But moving into you, you you get asked to consider being an elder over the mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um talk about that process for you and and what you kind of weighed and what was on your mind and heart and all, yeah. all of that.
1: Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. No, um yeah, I, I think um at, at the time, you know, being approached about that I was you know definitely taken back and and just because i was like oh wow uh this is huge uh this seems like a, a daunting task and or ask and i was like do i meet all the qualifications of an elder <laughs> <laughs> and i was really second guessing myself and, and i was like oh man no like uh gosh like do i do i get angry at home yes and my do does my anger come out at times sure and i really feel self-controlled at times like no uh no but not, not always <laughs> and um but but you know i, I remember yeah we, and, you know you, you and i were talking about like you know trying to seek you know uh, vertical and 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 horizontal um affirmations and and um i i i would say yeah you know when you know look leaning towards to to christ and and ask when is this, this what he wants for me and um, I just, you know, from you know those repeated times in prayer with him, I, I just felt a, a growing desire um, to to pursue this. Um, and at, at you know, I'm second guessing myself too, just because like, oh, is this just pride coming out? And like, mm-hmm. but because uh, I feel like that could very easily be, you know. Presented in and in something that oh yeah I struggle with as well, mm-hmm. um, but no is more just a, no I, I, I do want to 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 um, help others and, and, and shepherd them and and walk alongside them provide counsel where I can because um, I feel like you know, a lot of time I'm doing that day in day out at uh, through through you know through work and um and and I thought it was just also an exciting time for for our church in general to 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 establish an an elder eldership and um and then also like realizing too like you know while we are announcing elders let's not just one individual we we are considered an eldership it's the it's a group of individuals who are shepherding and guiding the church and and um uh under the lines of, of scripture and and where mm-hmm. god is leading us and yeah. realizing no I'm, it's not just me yeah. you know it's god leading leading us leading a group of us yeah. um uh, together um and that will be and they'll be serving the church and um and then you know talking with, with family trusted family members and and, and friends also receive some horizontal affirmation and um, yeah i think that this past year has definitely been a a growing phase for, for me um, just because also like I I felt like I've had more desire to teach which is what one of the qualifications for for an elder is, is, is to be able to teach and and Matt and I've we've, we've talked about this as well like kind of my like expressing you know, I, I have a desire to to teach and 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 uh, share some thoughts or insight in, in, in passages and trying to gain more um, experience with that as well and um just also coming alongside, you know, uh, you know, you and 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 Mark and Jason, just kind of gaining your guys's wisdom from from years of experiences, was is pretty you know inspiring too. So, you know. we've we've mm-hmm.
0: talked about it in our meetings, but but some people probably don't even know. When you look at like church history, the early church mm-hmm. um, uh, was led by a group of elders. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, yeah. where's your pastor? Right. It right. was like mm-hmm. here's a plurality of, of, of yeah. elders yes. that would have mm-hmm. led the church and would have been responsible for teaching and they mm-hmm. would have been the ones you look to for mm-hmm. guidance and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then in the West we've we have celebrity pastor, right. we have like there's mm-hmm. one primary leader and they're the mm-hmm. they're the teachers and the preachers and then you have and then you have some mm-hmm. church governance which is kinda like, okay, they they make shifted it into something where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we have we have a board of elders. Yeah. But they kind of answer to the lead pastor and all of that. Mm-hmm. And in our effort to establish <laughs> elders, one of the reasons this is so important is because it takes the decision making, mm-hmm. the vetting, the um, you know what is God doing in the future, mm-hmm. what um, what does our congregation need, how do we shepherd them, how do mm-hmm. we care for them. Mm-hmm. It takes it off of one person's shoulders and it says there's leaders right. that are coming mm-hmm. along to lead it together. Mm-hmm. And so this That's isn't it. like um, an eldership that says, "Okay, now we've consolidated power." Mm-hmm. It's an eldership that says, "Here's, here's, we want to volunteer our lives to mm-hmm. serve the church. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the leader of the church, right. and mm-hmm. we are servant leaders, mm-hmm. meant to exemplify following Jesus and yeah. care for the souls of those who are a part of the district church. Mm-hmm. Each, each, um, each, each of us. I think mm-hmm. myself, uh, you, and mm-hmm. Mark and Jason." Um, and in our families, this mm-hmm. is really important, like our families are like all in right. mm-hmm. to the mission of the church mm-hmm. and and the expression that that takes mm-hmm. place with the district church. And um, I think that's um, uh, something that's just been exciting, mm-hmm. uh, oh, even over the last couple yeah. of months, to be mm-hmm. able to talk through hard things sure. and mm-hmm. heavy things mm-hmm. and everything and, and have viewpoints and even, even in our meeting this week was mm-hmm. like you know we had different ideas and thoughts and like this and that and it was like okay helps us put a framework on how to make uh-huh. decisions uh-huh. and to um, be responsible for you know the you know if you if you think about the local church and I think it was Heibels who said years ago you know the the local church is the hope of the world yeah. um, it's it's an imp- incredibly important vessel to make sure is being led right and so mm-hmm. um, Yep. even more importantly than getting to self-sufficiency mm-hmm. is getting to a sufficiency where we're led the mm-hmm. way God wants us to be led and definitely. Mm-hmm. that's definitely uh,
2: that step for mm-hmm. sure so mm-hmm. that's all awesome I have a I have a question it deviates a little bit so if you have another mm-hmm. question that follows up with that. Um,
0: no, not, I don't know if this is a question, but uh, I know that early on one of the things was like you're the you're the youngest right. of the mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. You know, Just a pup. of us. Mm-hmm. What are you, 22? Oh, a little bit older than that. A <laughs> couple, couple years. <laughs> <laughs> we should tell people how old you are now because <laughs> – some people would be like twenty-two. Well,
1: I, ha- I, I, yeah, I do have some some gray hair. So with that comes. <laughs> so
0: that adds some, on. How, yeah. Thirty-one. Yeah, I'm thirty-one. I'm thirty-one. Thirty-one mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and some some people would just to uh, everyone with the twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. With that we could joke and people would be like, hey, it's twenty-two. What he's just what <laughs> one? How's he a doctor <laughs> with his own practice? <laughs> <laughs> Two, <laughs> anyways." But um, I, I think uh, you know that's one of those things where you hear "elder" and you automatically go to age. Right? right. I don't think there's anything wrong with going to age or thinking about age. But mm-hmm. Paul talks. You know, don't he tells Timothy, don't let anyone right. look down on you because you're young, and all, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. And the way that we look at qualifications and all of those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Did you feel that? Did you? Was that one of those things where you're like? I don't know if I'm
1: old enough. No. Oh, definitely that was my first thought. Oh, your first yeah. Thought, yeah. First thought. Just cuz you, you you hear the word elder it's just you just you're just automatically thinking yeah. old, you know, someone like Travis's age, but <laughs> yeah. like you know, happy birthday Travis. Happy birthday Travis. <laughs> this is we're recording on Travis's birthday uh 40th I think. 30 37. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Um, but you know no that that is like one of the initial things like oh gosh yeah uh, i, I kind of wrestled with but but yeah you, i mean you look at you look at the scripture and there's no like age qualifications No, the elder was just uh, the term used but um and so yeah you know I, I i definitely wrestled with that a little bit and but talking to again you know family members and loved ones they, they and we're looking at the scripture together and yeah eh, no like there's no age basis we're Mm -hmm. going off of um which that even i think speaks to some humility also
2: like a a young image like Mm -hmm. a younger immature person Mm -hmm. that wants power would be like well of course yeah i don't think you you wouldn't
0: weigh it at all you would just be like yes of course i'll take more (laughs) (laughs) more more power (laughs) which would just be a a (laughs) bummer (laughs) as soon as you realize what you're actually doing right right Yeah. yeah yeah um the What was the the really neat thing about how God, I think, Mm -hmm. orchestrated who our first elders would be, is we have a multi generational Mm -hmm. uh, team. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have uh, Mark Mm Kathy who has grown children and grandchildren. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we've got um, Jason Lavender who's got grown children kind of getting their lives kind of career Mm and um and then gage who's Mm -hmm. um who's you know getting done with high school and all that Mm -hmm. um myself with our you know our kids who are now in school Mm -hmm. um and then you and emma uh with with ezra and and him you know two and a half and all that kind of thing and um and and so i i think there's there is a a level of uh, even generational approach the way that we yeah. kind of perceive the world and look at the world mm-hmm. and, and not just how old we are mm-hmm. but the age that we are and how each of us is, is is like we're taking Jesus seriously in the way that we lead him in our homes right? or follow him mm-hmm. in our homes mm-hmm. and then to apply that in, in uh, uh, how to go about shepherding a church is is really interesting so right yeah
1: yeah I think yeah with with each of us kind of yeah it seems like being at different life stages and and, you know how uh, here I'm at I'm at 30 years you know 31 years old but in 20 years I'm probably going to be a little bit different a person yeah Um, hopefully more mature and closer to Christ then than, than yeah. now, but um, but yeah, just like just like you said, like um, you know, meeting people where they're at, and we're going to be meeting you know young families and 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 middle aged and and older and older people, and and uh, yeah, we we have experience you know with that across the board, and mm-hmm. and and yeah, again, getting onto their level and where they're at and their circumstances, and sharing our yeah. experiences and our walk with Christ. Yeah, that's good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Deviate, Matt. That feels like a nickname that I should have. Um, I have a question, and then I have an answer to that question, oh, perfect. and then I and then I'm going to ask you to share a story. Um, so we've talked about humility, meekness, zingers, and then you've shared about yourself. Um, for people who may not know you very well, what is something about you, a characteristic? Or uh, a story that's indicative of you that you would want them to know or you think they should know
1: Ooh. Um.
2: and just so you know I know the right answer to this a... so you you do your best
1: Ooh, gosh so just it is just a, just, a, just a characteristic anything you take that oh. you take that
2: question as you will
1: yeah, yeah okay I don't know um, I don't know makes me think of what it would be like what am I interested in? I don't
2: know. No, I'll fra- I'll phrase it differently. Yeah. What would you want people to walk away knowing about you? I just met you. Hello, mm. Dr. Mm. Derek. Mm. What do you want people walking away knowing about you?
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would say that. Um, yeah, I would. I wanted people to to view me as as someone who's who's. Um, approachable um I I would say I'm I'm like a pretty introverted heart and I'm not big on the public speaking but I love the one-on-one and um and so yeah you know I um I'm not the most outgoing person that um yeah I'd say I'm very approachable I love to to sit down and talk with individuals and um yeah get to know them um same with with them as well um having people over dinner uh, getting to know them, playing mm-hmm. games, just doing life with them, um, and so um, yeah, um, we're big on wanting to to grow and and continue growing in community and mm-hmm. and loving on loving on others and um, yep. yeah, mm-hmm.
2: so a good word for that would be intentional, yeah.
1: Sure, that that intentional sounds good. Like that. That. <laughs> Which is,
2: it's funny even as you're saying that. Per- did you just fish? That's not Very what I was answer. going for. No, no, no. This is not. This is not my answer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay,
1: oh, <yeah, yeah. laughs> His
2: answer is partially correct. My answer is the best answer that you could offer. As always, yes. <laughs> but I will say something that I always have noticed is is the intentionality that both of you guys have hmm. to the point where the the tension sometimes in our conversation is like don't ask me a question I just asked you a question answer it and tell me like what's going Mm. on with you guys which is a a pessimistic or a negative way of saying you guys both of you and Emma Mm. are very caring and intentional and very uh, others focused Mm. so I think that uh, I think that's communicated very frequently Mm -hmm. and I love the introverted nature and then I love when I get the a little bit out of there <laughs> Derek is one of the most willing participant participants in like outlandish things like not like super crazy but like what we'll, the girls in our hub have talked about like let's go do karaoke and I f- tell day. me if I'm wrong <laughs> yeah Derek is like kind of quiet in the corner and he goes Yep, I'm in, and I'm sitting there rolling my eyes like, absolutely
1: not. I'm not doing this.
2: So a willing participant. Um, here's the correct answer. This is the one you should have given. Yes. Derek gets himself in weird situations. Oh <laughs> boy! His his meekness and his humility and willingness to go along with things uh, make for some funny stories. Uh, so I need yes. you. To t- I need you to tell the people and maybe travis yes. if he hasn't heard this story before mm-hmm. and do you know what i'm what story i'm gonna ask you
1: is this back in college this is your college. My, my, one of my one of my jobs this that is this is
2: your side gig my your side, side gig. hustle that you adopted that's right that's right yes um <laughs> yeah. have you heard this before
0: no yeah. but i'm worried
1: mm, okay so uh, <clears throat> yeah um you know I, I wouldn't i would not describe myself as a a people pleaser Okay. Um, but it's a good thing. I, <laughs> can't this, have, I can't have let the story. I can have trouble saying no at times, um, and so yeah, we're it's back. K State. Um, I'm going to the student union union for for lunch, and didn't know there's like a career fair going on, and so there's a bunch of vendors and you know have their booths up and trying to talk to college kids, and for I don't know a few. Careers and and or side gigs and um, I'm just like minding my own business and trying to keep my head down. Just by trying it. to get some Panda Express. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, and yeah, and then I ended up like looking up and. Dang it! I locked eyes on uh, uh, an individual, uh, uh, a woman standing by her her booth, and and at the time, no one else was around. And and I, it's like when you get to that point, like you make eye contact with the person, they they know that you're you've seen them, and they're seeing you, and and it's like the awkward like. Oh, do I just wave and just keep on walking by or like, or, you know, they're kind of, Hey, come on over, you know, and I have to acknowledge and, and I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And I walk over there and she starts telling me about her, you know, um, her, her business and what she's doing. And, and I'm just like nodding along. And, and in the, in the middle of this, I'm just like, I just want to go get some Taco Bell or something. I don't know. Uh, it was like, and then like people keep walking by and I'm like the only one there and I, I shouldn't be ashamed of it. some reason I feel embarrassed because there's like pink, um, you know, banners and, and it just doesn't seem like the vibe I'd be... You know, and, the, and so she she starts handing me a form and, and everything to fill out. And I'm just nodding my head and nothing's going, like, it's going in one ear, out yeah. the other. I'm not really paying attention. I'm signing my forms and I have, oh, it gets to a point. Like, oh, yeah, what's your social security? Okay, yeah, yep, yeah, that, that makes sense. I'd Very trusting. And I was like, oh, sure, yeah. And I'm just trying to, you know.
2: What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> what's the worst
1: that could happen? I'm a college kid. I don't know anything. And... Um, and then she um yeah she uh she says that she's like really really happy and, and she hands me a bag this pink bag with some fluff and stuff in it and there's something in there i don't know what but it feels kind of hefty in size a bunch of things and they're cl- like clinking around and and then i was like okay all right and she says great to have you on board and i'm like yeah great to be here yeah team player these are all the
2: attributes team player <laughs>
1: down for the ride and and then i was like oh okay and i, I my head's in a whirlwind now because i don't really know what happened and i was like oh, i'm not hungry anymore i just so i just walked out the union i didn't even get to where i was going I'm <laughs> walking in the plaza and i i just like stared down look at the bag and i was like oh no and then i look inside the bag like oh no and um i call i call emma up at the time i was like babe i, I messed up um <laughs> and uh he's like oh what's go- what's going on i was like oh well I, I uh I think I have a job now. Um uh, part time job. Um oh really? What, what what are you gonna do? And uh she uh well I was like I, I, I think I, I'm I'm a new Avon uh consultant for <laughs> <in> makeup. <laughs> And I got I got a bag of samples of mascara and 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 I don't know what else and uh, so yeah do you want some
2: <laughs> I can get you a great deal sweetheart
1: <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I I try to you know be optimistic about all this maybe this isn't so bad I tried to back like I knew what I was doing <laughs>
2: I love the fact that you don't turn around and go back immediately
1: <laughs> and. uh and, yeah, and, and so, yeah, you know, I tried to make light of it. I was like, well, you know, hey, maybe I can turn this into something gig. You know, it might be nice to have a little side gig. And I was a part of her fraternity at the time, and I was like, babe, we have house parties. Girls come over all the time to hang out, have fun. And I was like, I could set up a booth at one of our <laughs> parties and events. I could get all the stuff out there, and, hey, I might might be able to make something off of this, you know. And, and just turn, and she's like, Mm, yeah, okay. And uh, I, I, I bring the bag back to the house to the guys and let them all know I'm excited. Hey, guys, what do you think of this? <laughs> and of course, they, you know, college guys, they just start laughing and razzing on me. <laughs> and they realize, oh, you're just too nice to say <laughs> Well, needless to say, I called the the gal up three days later and said, oh, can we meet up? Uh, and she's like, oh, sure. I was like, yeah, I, I, we met together. i was like, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't think I can do this <laughs> anymore. Here's your bag, of makeup bag.
0: I love the fact that it took you three days, <laughs> <laughs> and then I love that you apologized. Like I like, it seems like you really pondered. Like I think I can do this, and then Emma and friends probably were like, "Derek, I don't think you should do this." <laughs> you guys are just haters.
2: Can resonate with that that feeling of like, what is happening? What am I doing? Yep. Every like, there's people everywhere. Probably like a yep. hot sweat. Yep, yep. Right. Yeah, I was, I was feeling it getting flushed. And- oh my gosh! So a great mark mm. is Derek Certez. Mm. If you're wanting to uh, do some sort of signing up extra salespeople, yeah. So if you work for Herbalife, come after Derek. He's your guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness! Thank you for sharing that story. I didn't ask Derek beforehand if he would share that
1: well <laughs> oh, i've got a got a, I've got a few others <laughs> yeah. do you want, I'll <laughs> yeah, save we'll save We're the other ones for that. another time yep, yep. <laughs> um
2: cool. Do you have any other questions Travis?
0: No, I think that I think Avon salesman mm. is one I didn't know about, and so i mean i not I don't know whether to say. If you guys need uh, direct primary care, if you guys are looking for a doctor and an answer for, like, how, how do we afford insurance, mm-hmm. go see Derek over at Agape. Or we say, mm-hmm. if you guys are short on uh, mascara, go see Derek for Avon.
2: He I knows. Can, I can hook you up. He knows some yeah. people. I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness. I love it. No, thanks, Derek. Thanks for being you know, on here. Thanks for yeah, sharing. Ma'am. And yep. look forward to more and more years of ministry. Definitely, yeah.
1: Appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
0: Yes.